When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. Every week we're getting more and more high tech. This week we actually have our mics and I even have the old mixer here on my bed. Oh, wow. I just uh, plugged my mic directly into my computer. Well, mine, I can only plug it into the mixer and then plug. It doesn't matter. I'm not using the mixer. I'm just using it as like a... an energy conductor (laughs) uh yeah so this is gonna sound i mean this is gonna sound the best we've ever sounded this will get like webby award nominations podcast award nominations or maybe it'll sound like shit i don't know because sometimes we're like oh we really hit it out of the park and it turns out we absolutely did not that's definitely been known to happen i mean we've done 180 episodes we've never once had had like a producer or an audio engineer so i think we're doing not even close (laughs) although brian is like pretty good at this that's true yeah i do live with a person who's very good at like that shit and that did used to be his job oh yeah so he is a professional and um the person i live with started doing a podcast much later than we did and yet has already figured out more audio stuff than we ever have yeah it's because it's two men (laughs) well yeah 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 Unlike us, two women. <laughs> exactly. Um, so you have you've had a interesting couple of days. Oh my god, I've had yeah. I mean, the world's had an interesting couple of Ooh, days. Yeah. Um, I've had an interesting couple of days. It's just an interesting time. Basically, my this is like such a long and uninteresting. It probably is actually really boring. But basically, I'm on isolation which is different from quarantine because isolation is like you can't leave your room and you can't even be like around like the people that you live with and you oh, can't I even didn't like know go that. out I, you can't even like go out and walk your dog or like go you can't like leave at all because uh a doctor uh required it from me because I had I was checking off like half the symptoms for COVID-19, but I wasn't checking off like the big ones. So like, I don't have a cough. I don't have a fever and I don't even have any of the other symptoms anymore. And so I don't want to, I'm scared of like spreading misinformation on the internet, but I am pretty sure that what happened to me was I was having, I had my teeth pulled two weeks ago and I was taking really high doses of ibuprofen. And I think that I was having an allergic reaction to ibuprofen, which includes a really, really tight pain in your chest which is like obviously like a COVID symptom too. 
Yeah. So I think that's the reason why. So I went and had a test yesterday. I've been quarantined, totally isolated in my room since then. I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. Um, but I'm also fairly certain that I do not have, cause I've like never had a fever. I've been using like an oxidam or whatever that thing is that you put on your finger that Anderson Cooper loved when he had COVID. Oh, I don't even know. It's like a thing you put on your finger and it like counts how much oxygen you're getting. And it's like really good if you have COVID because apparently one of the reasons that he and Andy Cohen both said that they loved it was because <laughs> they, um, it will like tell you how much oxygen you're getting. So sometimes you might feel like you're not getting any, but you can like look at the thing on your finger and it'll say like your oxygen levels are actually okay. So it's like comforting to see. Oh, that's good. I think, uh, I think our Fitbits do that too. I don't think it does. Maybe not as high tech, but like on the sleep. Oh, I just um, went to look and it was just my head, a headband and hair tie on my wrist. Oh, oh yeah. You got to put it on. You got to get your steps. Yeah, I well, I'm not going to get anything. No, you I'm can't. in my bedroom. I can't leave my bedroom. <laughs> Did you bring that up to your doctor? Like, if I'm staying inside, I won't be able to get my 10,000 steps. She didn't give a shit about my 10,000 <laughs> steps. She was just like, don't be around other people. And I was like, yes, no. Uh, so even Brian has to like stay in the other room? Yeah, Brian has to stay in the living room. I'm in the bedroom. Oh Brian's like bringing me all my food. Uh, Which BB is like, can also- be with you? What? BB can be with you? BB is not really supposed to be with me, but BB has, I guess, broken quarantine a little bit. I read online that you're not really supposed to have your dog if you're doing this too, but BB's been in here a little bit. Yeah, BB's down at the uh, Alabama coast with all the Alabama people breaking quarantine. He's like reopen the bedroom so I can get on the bed. Um, Well, I'm glad you're feeling good. And it's almost positively not COVID. Pretty sure it's not. I know. I wish I could tell everybody like, but don't worry. I don't have it because I don't, I didn't get the test results back yet. But if what, whatever, I'll tell you all one way or the other once I know, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, a reason for everyone to tune in next week. Yeah. This is our big cliffhanger episode. <laughs> um, and your allergic reaction to ibuprofen. I'm surprised like the goop people haven't talked more. That sounds like I, a great I, goop disease to have. I know. I was actually really, really excited because it does feel like very goopy. Like, did you know that ibuprofen can cause these things to happen inside of you or whatever? <laughs> and I was surprised that I hadn't read about it on goop, but um, and it, cause it also seems like something that would be like completely hysterical and like, I would be like making up, but, Yeah, but it's not, and it has to do with, co- you should really send another email into Gerda and ask her to I talk should, about it. I should get back in touch with Gerda. Cause then she can write a whole thing being like, do you think you have COVID? You probably just have an ibuprofen reaction. I know. I, and then like literally like, <laughs> like cause they all dropped ahead. thousands of people. <laughs> I don't recommend it. And also like, don't forget, like, yeah, I do think it's probably an ibuprofen reaction, but I did get tested. I am still doing everything my doctor said, even though I think it's probably not that. So like, don't, please, if you hear this, don't just be like, oh, it's probably just ibuprofen. Like, please like do your due diligence, follow like everything that your doctor tells you to do, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything going on. I'm still doing my Fitbit. Uh, my month of May yoga 30 day thing is almost done. And June is oh. coming up. June's going to be a lot harder than May. 
Why? Because May was like the theme was meditate. So it's oh. like most of the practices are like pretty low key. And June, the um the theme is courage, which oh, no. is like really hard intense yoga. So it'll be good though. Wait, but maybe it's not. No, I looked at the pro it's like all the um because she'll occasionally do ones that just are just called yoga for weight loss, which just means like oh, yeah. vinyasa power yoga. And most of them on in June on June's calendar are the yoga for weight loss. Wait, so she's so you you can see before it goes up what she's gonna do for all of the 30 days yeah so it's not like she'll do a new 30 day thing with like brand new videos i think once a year but even on the months where she doesn't have those new videos she'll create a playlist of old practices uh for so like every every month has a 30 day or 31 day depending on the month practice and they're usually made up of like pre-existing videos that she sort of groups by theme or whatever Uh, but it's good. I, cause this week, especially like all the, the, the videos have been like really just like sit there and like maybe do it like a forward bend and then like stay in Shavasana for 20 minutes. So I'm ready for some courage. Good for you. That's good. Um, yeah, I've got to get back on that. I do love yoga with age. I know it made me like really want to, and now obviously we can't, but like once the yoga studios start opening, I'm like, oh, I need to go and like, cause the only yoga studio in my neighborhood is a hot yoga studio, mm. which I've always been um, a little, not very like excited to, to do hot yoga, but maybe, I don't know, maybe I should try it. Cause they have the, that 30 day, you know, new student, like really cheap thing. Yeah, like, I've always kind of wanted to try hot yoga. I've never tried it. And um, the the one in Atwater is very popular. Like whenever a class starts, there's always like hundreds of people just like walking towards the studio with mats. That's the one. Is that the one that was started by like the survivors of Bikram who like did their own I and mean, they just started calling it hot yoga instead of Bikram yoga? Yeah, I think I mean I think most of the hot yoga studios are have that story so i think when i moved here it was it was just like a bikram studio and now it's called rise hot yoga oh Uh, yeah but i believe that like the practice like the sequences are pretty much probably the same as as yeah 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 maybe you'll get addicted and that'll be your thing maybe i'll get really into hot yoga because other than that i'd have to drive further um and I don't know if I have it in me to drive further. Like the, the the farther anything is away from me is like the less likely I'll stick with it. I have two good yoga studios in my area. Oh yeah, you have the yoga works right by you. That was that's that would be great. I have the yoga works, which is like I like it, but it's a little like corporate. I like there's like a really like crunchy, like down and dirty one that's even closer that I like better. Oh, siesta. Siesta, yeah. That lo- that sounds cool. Yeah, that one is very, it feels very Berkeley. Oh, nice. It doesn't feel like something that would be in LA. I think the guy that runs it like lives upstairs. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, it's really uh, good. I've actually been to the Yoga Works in Berkeley. Oh, yeah? Um, and it's, oh, wait, maybe I'm confusing it for night. No, I think it is Yoga Works and it is more corporate. But Berkeley's changed. I mean, it's, there's still like the crunchy element, but it like, they turned the old like, hamburger stand by my mom's house into a sweet green mm. um and they got rid of the original they tried cap- the hamburger stand and put up a sweet i green. know it was called like oscar's hamburgers or something 
Mm. Now it's a sweet green. I hate that. God, I hate like the corporatization of everything. It's so gross. Yeah. I've been really trying, like making a point of when I order takeout to like not order from fucking corporate restaurants. I've refrained yeah. from ordering from Cheesecake Factory, Buca de Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> I... um, uh, and I'm doing the mom and pop places instead. Yeah. We just ordered, well, because like Brian is, I, I just got a huge order from Whole Foods, the most corporate of all places. Mm, yeah. But um, we just ordered because I can't go in the kitchen really. Brian is like in charge of everything I eat, which oh, means no. I'm just ordering everything. So last night he he was like, I'm ordering. I'm not going to make anything, but I'll get you wherever you want. So we got it from that, from, oh shit, what, Sidewalk Grill. Which is like a mom and pop, I guess, like Mediterranean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing mom and pop too, I guess. Uh, last night we got again from the Village Bakery. Fridays they have their fried chicken um, night, mm -hmm. and they use like whatever, like heirloom Jadori chicken, and like it's mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, brined in buttermilk or whatever. It's mm. so good, but it's so heavy, like. If I was eating KFC or something, I could have three or four pieces, no problem. And this is like, mm -hmm. I can have like one and a half pieces. What's so heavy about it? The breading? It's, well, no, it's just like the chicken itself is like, it's more substantial than like corporate chicken. I don't know. I think that- Oh, that reminds me. I got, I have to place an order for my, um, I got on the list for, I'm on the, I can order now from that, from ButcherBox. Oh, but I keep putting it off because I'm like, do I really want to do this? I, I looked at that after you talked about it. And for me, it's like, I think too much meat. I don't think I could. It's but a lot you put it in the freezer and then you just like have like only like good meat. Oh, you don't have to get it every month? You can, no. I mean, you can always like skip it or whatever. Oh. And then you would just like. And then you would just like, instead, if you ever like wanted meat you would like have meat that you knew was like, you know, yeah, like sustainable or whatever. Yeah. No, that would be good. I, cause I think, cause we do like the blue apron now that's oh, yeah. enough. Um, cause I'm eating more red meat now than like I have in a year or two. Cause like at least one too. of the, one of the blue apron recipes every week is, is either like a burger or a steak. So I'm having red meat like once a week, which I don't think I want to try to turn that truck around. I know I'm definitely eating a lot more meat than I ever was before because you just like don't think about it. So you just get like meat and vegetables when you're like ordering eating at home. That's like all I eat. Yeah. And when I've like gotten grocery online shopping, there's been very few, like I was able to find some tofu last week when I ordered, but like all the soy riso and all that stuff, I, it, I don't see it on um, either instant Card or, or whole foods delivery. Wait, you don't see vegan meats on. No, delivery? I can't find them. A lot of them are out of stock. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I am going to, I think this week I'm actually going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to face my fears. You are? Yeah. Yeah. I need to. I'm just going to go. Why? Because I, I'm uh, i like, I think I'm fine to go. I, I'm just going to go on a weekday morning. You know, people are still social distancing in those grocery stores. I'll wear a mask, keep six feet apart. I think it'll be fine. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I really want to go to Trader Joe's, honestly. And like, there's and, no way to get Trader Joe's delivery. Yeah, they don't go to Trader Joe's. I get it. I kind of want, I mean, since I went to the dentist, I've kind of been feeling more brave about that stuff too. Yeah, I don't know. I'll see how I feel, but I, and like, I just like grocery shopping. I just, I feel, I there's always like weird shit that, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like people just throw weird shit into the cart and it's not exactly what you want. I don't know. Yeah. It's like the replacements are never exactly right. And then now I'm doing this thing where I pick it up at Whole Foods and then I just like never get what I want. Oh yeah. But whatever. Uh, any Gwyneth news? I can answer that question. Fucking no. No, I haven't really seen any. Have She's you? like in complete hiding. She is? Well, she's well, still I, updating I, her. She's still updating Instagram and stuff, isn't Yeah, she? a little Instagram. There was one walk outside their house that they recorded. Brad went shirtless for a jog. <laughs> um, there was a blind item in Crazy Days and Nights that was like, which, you know, A-list actress turned lifestyle guru, like lied about her daughter's 16th birthday being socially distant and like actually had she's the crazy days and nights is claiming that Gwyneth threw Apple like a real non-socially distant birthday party and then lied about it. Do you think that's true? Mm, I could see it go either way. Chrissy Teigen had a bit of a party for her son. With people? I mean, the pictures were all like no guests, but I looked on her Instagram because now I'm aware. Now she's on my radar. So yeah. now she's like part of my world. Well, and she has her whole content farm living with her. Don't call that a content farm, Brian. You'll get fired from the New York Times. But um, uh, I wish. I know. But um, I know I would love to just be fired. <laughs> I am so over the fucking New York Times. Oh, my God. Did you read that fucking hit, another stupid hit piece about how nobody drives in L.A.? No. They wrote another dumb thing about that. But anyway, um so Chrissy had this big birthday party for her son and, and there were like all of these, they had obviously had like catering and like people come to like set it up and like make it look like a fun party. They had like huge balloons and like some sort of like entertainment type of people coming like for kids. I don't know exactly. They were all wearing like Elmo shirts. So mm. I was like, mm. this obviously had, there were obviously people coming in and out of this house, but. And when, how old is the kid? Like he's two or three or something? I think he was like two. Like at that point, the kid really doesn't care. This is all for the parents. Yeah. Ugh, my nephew's getting really restless. I know. It must be so hard for kids. He keeps asking like why he can't see his friends. It's really sad. He wants to see his friends? Yeah. How old is he? Three. His friends wow. from like preschool that he can't go to. Aww. So they tried to do like a Zoom meeting with three-year-olds, but it didn't really work. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it must be really hard for kids. And I do feel sorry for Apple because I know that if this was happening to me, Ugh. like I think I would have been actually, I think I would have missed playing with my friends when I was little. I guess I don't really remember that well, but I know I would have been going absolutely batshit if I was in high school. I would have just been like with my parents parents all the time and just like wanting to fucking kill myself yeah it would be really like, tough i i could and like just feeling like you're missing out on going to like 
whatever like parties or something which is like you know the secret is of course that none of that shit was like ever fun or ever mattered at all but like just it felt like the most important thing in the planet yeah to like socialize with other teenagers oh my god and i hated my parents so much i mean when you're 16 but like these rich you know one percenter teenagers they're not they're they're moving around they're going places i just know it Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they're do they're like getting in their cars and going and doing like little secret their secret rituals, their secret whatever they're doing. Yeah, their little Illuminati rituals <laughs> to like keep all their power. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. Shall we get on to the newsletters? Are you ready? Uh I think so, right? Oh, let's just say if you guys have um, like a bail bond relief fund in your city or even not in your city, go and donate to them. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily in your city. I donated to the one in um, Minneapolis. I I did, too. And then last night I donated to I couldn't find a, an official one in L.A., but there were some guys GoFundMe that kept going around Twitter. So I donated to that. I hope it for Went a guy right from people. LA, I didn't yeah. see that. But yeah, donate. Um, if you look at my Twitter, I retweeted it at Rucker Bry. I don't know what the name of the GoFundMe is, but that's the one for LA that I donated to. Okay. So, I was yeah. telling like everyone, not just you. <laughs> no, I didn't think you were telling me. Because <laughs> uh, it's pretty fucking dire out there. Oh my God. It's like insane. Um, yeah. And I'm but, sure it's like yeah. going to be it's going to continue for a long time and then people are going to end up getting hurt and getting arrested. So definitely donate to those. I think like a bunch of people got arrested in LA last night. Yeah. 500 people got arrested last night. Are you LA. kidding me? 500 people. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Uh, Cause they at like nine 30, they just were like, Oh, as of now, this is an illegal gathering. And then once they like officially proclaim that they can just start arresting people. Yeah. Um. Okay. So so moving along what i mean it's not it, it feels like really honestly like shitty to talk about goop this week but I, that's what we're doing i mean look i don't remember the poem about the mailman but that's like us it's like rain or shine <laughs> that's true. Or high water like we will be talking about goop it doesn't matter what is going on in the world like this yep. is what we do exactly um, Wait, but where's my, I can't open my, whatever. Sorry. Do you want me to go first? No, it's okay. I just, I somehow like closed out all my, I like closed out the window that where I had the, all of the goop stuff open, but whatever. Anyway, here's my best, which I don't have open in front of me right now, but I, my best of the week is the conspiracy theory article. Uh Uh-huh. Did you read it? Yeah, I read it. And I was. It didn't make my newsletter or my my list, um, but tell me why it made yours. So I liked it because I really, first of all, I love conspiracy theories, even though I do think that they're all fundamentally anti-Semitic. They literally <laughs> always end up being like, it's the Jews, always. But I do find them interesting always until I get to that point. And I think that the Goop audience is like, 
definitely particularly susceptible to certain conspiracy theories, especially ones relating to vaccines, which this article goes ahead and calls out or whatever it is. It's not really an article. It's an interview with this guy named Daniel Jolly, which sounds like a fake name. Um, and he's just sort of talking about like who could become who can start believing in a conspiracy theory and why they spread around certain communities. And it's like, obviously with like the pandemic thing and whatever, it's just like a huge issue. And I think that like goop, there's like the, the goop diehard and conspiracy theory. Like there's like overlap in that, like, yeah. I mean, Goop has definitely, like, given voice to people that maybe could be considered to, like, uh, to to spread medical conspiracy theories or, you know. Like, alternative- definitely, like, misinformation. Yeah. But, and, like, I, I, I'm glad that Goop was, is, it has been very clear about, like, you know, with a, a pro-vaccination stance, which I think is important because. Right. But then they still have, like, Will Cole hosting that yeah. podcast. And, like, he has, he denies it, but it's, like, he has said things that are, like, I don't know if they're technically within the anti-vax movement or whatever, but they are, they, he, he wants people to question vaccines as they're administered, which is just, like, kind of the way that the anti-vax movement moved once they're like central there was like this paper that was written by some wacko doctor that was like had all this like so-called proof that vaccines were bad it was completely debunked and once that was debunked they sort of moved the goalpost a little bit and started saying well it's not that it's that you know we just want to um you know vaccines are like a stress test on your body and it's just why do you need every vaccine why do you need so many vaccines and what we should know we should only give them to you when you need it or something which is just like not the way vaccines work not the way they're designed to work there's nothing wrong with getting vaccines like the entire argument is just total fucking bullshit it's just bullshit yeah um so the and he it has i don't know how much he's walked any of that back he certainly hasn't apologized for any of it we got into a fight with him about it like just a years couple ago. years ago <laughs> and now he's like the co-host of one of goop's like well you know i guess four or five whatever podcasts yeah. they have they but seem like, to be on hiatus now well it's hard to figure out the mic thing i was we know that's true we should know um yeah but like i just it, so stuff like that is really irritating to me that they, you know, they haven't like, I think that they should go harder on this stuff, but I do think that they like Will Cole for whatever reason, they like his diets and stuff. So they're keeping him around. Um, but they're also like actively encouraging their readers to not believe some of the conspiracy theories that you might believe if you've been following someone like that for a really long time. Yeah. And I think uh, like as goop grows, they are going to have to, you know, get sort of more and more mainstream for better or for worse. Uh, I, this article sort of bugged me because I, the, the like anti-conspiracy theory people, they never, they never seem to take into account that like whether a conspiracy theory has an element of truth to it is a little bit beside the point when the people in power are like keeping things from people oh because and, you believe in conspiracy theories now well i do i some of them not i'm 
obviously I believe in vaccines. I definitely believe in climate change. Like these are, these are conspiracy theories, theories that I think have no uh, weight, but then, and like COVID obviously wasn't planned. I still am not completely convinced that it didn't come from a, like a medical facility, but uh, other things like, well, I won't go into some of them because they might be controversial, but I just think regardless of whether you believe in them or not, like it's because powerful people are keeping information from uh, regular people on like in, in, in daily life. Uh, so what whether, do you mean? well, what do I mean? Um, I think like everything from the Kennedy assassination to nine 11, like these are things that regular people information was like given at a very sort of slow rate and, uh, it just breeds. But what is, what do you mean? Like who gave, what are you talking about specifically? I think that, well, I think that like that, what information was given out slowly by whom? Okay. As far as as far as like JFK assassination, do I are we am I gonna go into this? Well, yeah, because I just I wanna know what you're talking about. Uh I think maybe I, I'm not expressing myself very clearly, but in general, information is doled out from the top. And which is who? What are you talking about? The, the media, the media, the powerful people. And I'm not giving a value judgment on whether, infor- like, I think most of the information is relatively true, but it's just because it comes from like the top and the elite people that might be But you just dissatisfied. keep saying like, the top, the elite, the media, but you're not giving like, I mean, I feel like you're being sort of vague, like when you say stuff like that. How should I be more specific? Like what, who is the person, like who's a person? I'm not saying, I'm not not saying there's like organized conspiracies usually. I'm saying like, just because information trickles down from, from like the journalist class, the professional managerial class, uh, the people who are on average richer and more powerful than the regular person. And because whether it's the economy or our government, is not working for regular people a lot, people might not give these institutions the benefit of the doubt. I'm not putting a value judgment on whether uh, conspiracies are true or false. I think most of them are for the most part false, but I just, I understand the impetus to like believe that there is a conspiracy to put regular people down and to not give them all the information. I understand that impulse and I understand where it's coming. But from. these are all, but like, okay, the anti-vax and the anti-COVID and the anti, like a lot of these conspiracy theories are held up by people that I would consider to be the elite. Like a lot of people that are saying, who believe in like QAnon are like upper middle class white women, doctors, PhDs, oh, like yeah. wealthy people who are propagating this stuff. And the president of the United States has also like kind of like fed into the flames of that stuff. So I don't really, I, so I think, that conspiracy theories can hit people of every economic class every like there's no one who's not susceptible to like buying into this stuff like people just like it can hit you at the right time the right person can start saying something and like make you be like hmm i wonder and like the way that they work is there's always a like when you ask a question you get another question 
You know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no hardcore answer. And it's just like, you sort of connect these dots and then you're like, you start seeing patterns or you start seeing things popping up again and again, and it makes you feel more and more suspicious, but you never have a definite answer. You never have an actual like paper trail. Like you never really can, you never have like concrete proof and that's why they fester. Yeah. I just think that it's good to question the official account of most things too. Well, I don't think that's true when it comes to like not, I mean, not with how, medical why science. Is good, why is it good sometimes but not other times? Like why is it good to question the official account of like the JFK assassination but not of like which obviously well, I I guess part of it is like part of it for me is it's it's fun to go down these rabbit holes and I don't know, you know, whether or not I believe them can vary day to day. I guess with these historical conspiracy theories, it's a little less like, is it whether you believe in them or not, isn't really hurting people. I don't know, like medical and climate change, vac anti-vax, obviously this can put people's lives in danger. So maybe I take those a little bit more seriously, whereas like political or like true crime conspiracy theories, um, even nine 11, which I have always been like very, by the book because I like was there and like I witnessed the buildings go down and like I know it happened but then uh looking at some of the theories about controlled demolition made me think I mean yeah but like what if instead of it making you not have a get a vaccine which is dangerous it 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 pushes you to blame a certain group of people that you don't understand that you then develop prejudices against. Oh, you're saying because you think at the root of most conspiracy theories are, is an anti-Semitism? Well, I know that there is anti-Semitism in a lot of conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah. theories, but um, I think that could also extend to, um, there's that also often extends to black people. It often extends yeah. to a lot of different ethno-religious minorities that, people are you know afraid of because they don't understand so like there that happens a lot in yeah. this world so there's like not there are other kinds of harm that can happen if you um if you start believing things that you can't necessarily prove that's true uh yeah i don't know like i mean the official story is obviously like not always the the full truth and yet yeah, I agree. Like you can't keep going down these rabbit holes. And then, especially if you start, if you start blaming certain groups of people, that's really terrible. I don't know. Like I, fi I find that even, even like with yesterday's protests, like there's already becoming some conspiracy theories on all sides about like, oh, it was, you know, white supremacists doing all of the, the looting. It was Antifa. It was uh russians like i've seen so many people from all political stripes like going down be like choosing sort of what the theories that are the most politically like expedient for them and not not being like oh it's actually because people are really hurting and really angry and there's protesters are coming you know with their own you know personal agendas to some extent but like for the most part this is happening because people are are rightfully really angry.
Yeah, and like white supremacy is like not a conspiracy theory. It's like a fact of this country. Like there's no denying that like white supremacy exists in America and is like that's what these that's yeah. the these protests are because people are like scared and angry. And um yeah, that's definitely and there have been like I I mean, yeah, like there's a definitely a difference. And whenever something like whenever something major happens in the news, people start like going down going down rabbit holes and especially now when people are like exchanging inf unverified information all the time on twitter yeah so i i don't know i mean i don't know if it's ethical or like if it's useful for me to i don't know uh to try to separate my own sort of purient interest in conspiracy theories with actually like believing them like i don't know where the line is because i don't it's like different for everyone and like maybe i am maybe i am going too far into these rabbit holes and listening to these weird podcasts and <laughs> i don't know well maybe. i just think like i just for me it's just like when people start saying like the elites in the media and they can't i i just feel like there needs to be like a specific well there, yeah it's there's something specific yeah i mean it's the it's the i mean maybe it's different for everyone it's like you know the 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 federal government the 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 news institutions like the new york times and the washington post i mean which i think are filled with like talented smart people who are there for the right reasons and yet it's these these like calcified institutions just breed uh breed like a, a type of groupthink, which is not always telling people the whole story yeah definitely and like um yeah, for sure. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, in like aliens, that is a conspiracy theory that well, I don't know if aliens, but like UFOs, like are it's proving time and time again that these things do exist. Uh, so I don't, I don't know the line to draw whether like to keep an open mind and yet to like not make yourself crazy because, like you said, you're never gonna know all the answers. Like, there's no way of knowing the complete truth really about anything. I don't know. Uh, or just don't listen to me. Yeah, I would just say like, <laughs> just make sure that like, you know that what you believe is real. Um, Let's move on. Okay. Uh, my best was, oh, it was the dream interpreting article. Okay, Inter what's that? Interpreting weird and stressful dreams. That was the name of the article. And yet the guy who was interviewed, Robert Bosnack, who is a Jungian psychoanalyst. Um, he said, Ooh, I love that. Yeah. And he says dream interpretation is sort of bullshit. Yeah. Um, Cause like, I don't know about you. I have been having way, way more vivid dreams the last couple of months. Oh really? Like I, I heard a lot of people are, and I'm not. I thought it was because I was weaning myself off of sleep medication and I was just sort of having lighter sleep in general, which might be partially the case. But then yeah, in this article, it says a lot of people are, uh, having vivid dreams. And now, you know, every morning when I wake up, I remember a dream, which I guess there have been other points in my life where that's happened. But for the last several years, I feel like I haven't really dreamt a lot or consciously dreamt a lot. I don't know. So it was interesting to read that like this is happening with a lot of people. But he, so he, he basically says like, um, 
just because you have an odd and frightening dream doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It means you're an ex you're experiencing a difficult situation out there in the world. Uh, and people ask, you know, why we're dreaming so much. Um, he says one of the ways that we deal with trauma is that we dissociate. I mean, I don't know. That, that seems a little strong for at least my experience. Oh, that's um, true, though. It's true. Yeah, I, I, I cannot say that I'm experiencing a personal trauma or I'm dissociating. My life is extremely uh, privileged and I'm very lucky. Well, you are experiencing trauma. Uh, yeah, I mean, as is. much as everyone is, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think that means that you aren't experiencing it. No, that's probably true. Um, and he tells people to, if if you have someone that will listen to you, talk talk about your dreams. Don't keep them to yourselves. Uh, I mean, it's a cliche that like, you know, someone recounting their dream is like the most annoying, boring thing in the world. But, you know, if you keep it short and sweet, Someone some people will. love it brian loves hearing it interesting which is like so nice for me yeah um and then oh and then uh the interviewer asks are there in universal ways of interpreting these dreams and this guy says i don't interpret dreams much much i try to stay with them and i feel them and i realize the emotions that we're all sharing but it's he doesn't think like oh you know this clock necessarily means like time is passing or whatever like that sort of uh one-to-one -one metaphorical dream analysis he doesn't subscribe to um but he just says to to listen to your dreams and to try to remember them and to think about them if you can but you don't necessarily have to like interpret them and just know that like uh dreams are your brain's way of you know helping you get through hard times that's cool yeah i mean i don't think anybody really knows but that's definitely something i've heard before and i you know i'll i'll have occasionally like bad dreams but for for, for me most like 90 percent of my dreams they might be weird and they might not make me feel like good necessarily but i always wake up uh at least curious and usually sort of thankful that i remember them and i'm like interested like it it, it they, yeah they, they rarely make me um like disconcerted or make me wake up in a in a weird space I, I like remembering my dreams um i just like they'll like I'll, I'll wake up from a weird dream and i'll still be like in the mood of that dream for like i don't know like 30 seconds after i wake up yeah but sometimes longer like if i sometimes like if i wake up in the middle of a dream like that it'll like i'll be in like a mood for like the whole morning yeah, totally. It's I don't know. but I, I I guess I'm usually like I will be in a mood or like I'll I'll know that the dream has affected my mood. So in that way, it doesn't act actually affect my mood. I, uh, you know what I mean? Like you know that the dream is causing you to feel that way. So it's not. It's like, I know I'm not actually feeling like scared or bad. It's the dream. So I, I'm able to like separate that a little bit. I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, what was your worst? My worst was they're just getting into U UTIs. And so I don't, this isn't really my worst, but I was just like, they have a huge thing about how to prevent UTIs. And I'm actually just so surprised that it's taken them this long to get into UTIs. Cause that would seem like another no brainer. It's like a relatively minor medical condition that only really affects people who have vaginas which is like their bread and butter yeah that's weird that but they have like this do you see it no i don't even i don't there's I, this I... huge uti article 
And it's like, it's like the new thing. It's like fact check by, I guess Gerda did it. Oh, was it the Gerda one? It, I don't know. It's just like, it's like a huge UTI like info dump where it's like understanding UTIs. These things all have drop down menus, understanding UTIs, how UTIs are diagnosed, risk factors for that, for UTIs, how they're treated. It's like their new, it's like the Mayo clinic or like the WebMD. It's like a huge like section of the website. It's funny. I, now I'm seeing this article. It was one that I, my, my eyes just sort of glazed over and. Uh... Yeah. Cause it's like so boring. I mean, I certainly <laughs> haven't read any of it because when I, I used to get UTIs all the time when I was like younger. I feel like when you like are a girl and you first start having sex, like you get UTIs all the time. That's what I, yeah. I remember my girlfriends in high school and college, they always had you, you yeah, they would always I be drinking always like cranberry juice and all that and stuff. And you just drink cranberry juice. Uh, and I, I think it's because those boys had dirty dicks. Probably. I'm sure. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what was going on. Do they still, like, do they still recommend, years. do they still recommend cranberry juice? I don't know. They're probably going to say that that's like not real. Oh, fruit juice, dietary change. Let's see. A 2003 study from Finland found that frequent consumption of fruit juice, specifically raspberry, lingonberry, strawberry, raspberry, it says raspberry twice, currant and cloudberry juices were associated with lower risk of UTI. Wait, this was a study from Sweden? Finland. Oh, Finland? Because I'm like, only Scandinavians are drinking lingonberry and cloudberry juice. So I think this is probably uh, funded by big lingonberry. It's big cloudberry, which I've never heard of cloudberry before. It's literally only Swedish people eat it. Oh, much of the research on fruit juice is focused on cranberry and its potential to prevent UTIs. See the supplements section for information on cranberry. Okay, so now I have to go to a different section. It's too much. I can't even, where's the supplement section? Um, Where's the supplement section? It's too much. There's too much information. Garlic, Mediterranean diet. So it's like everything. Birth control, hygiene, hydration, sexual activity. Uh, I guess if you have a UTI or you get UTIs a lot, maybe it's worth reading this article. Um, Cranberry. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is just for Apple. She's like getting to that (laughs) UTI phase of her life. Uh, And guys out there clean your dicks please clean your dicks because we can't there's not going to be enough there's not enough cloudberry juice for all the dirty dicks out there no. <laughs> uh um that is funny well older i mean i guess it's just like you you only have your one partner and you're probably just don't get utis as much like you're probably used to everyone's everyone's used to each other's flora and yeah, fauna at some point i think it just gets like battered and like war weathered and it's just like hate <laughs> anything and it, like you never get it's just like whatever at a certain point but it's like you build done, your immune system oh yeah it's like, a totally it's like got full immunity down there to everything <laughs> <laughs> now i'm just picturing like audrey too from little shop of horrors my vagina is just like smoking and like pumping weights and like <laughs> like a black lot um uh god so my worst is the new book club book this is a second book in a row that i have literally no interest in reading what is it it looks so boring it's called latitudes of longing 
Mm-hmm. Um, What's it about? It is about, it's an experimental sweeping epic tale. The book is made up of four linked novellas. It spans several generations and cuts back and forth in time and across India from an island to a valley, a city, and a snow desert. It's driven by love stories of various natures. And if you keep reading in part to see what will happen to the characters and how their stories fit together, um, this woman, I guess, like moved to an island and then she saw like ghosts in her house um and then she started writing this novel i don't know it like i'm sure it's great i'm sure she's a really talented writer if you like this type of book i'm sure it's wonderful what type of book like a epic multi-generational interlocking stories i just don't have the time or the sounds like a lot yeah i want something simple i honestly started reading on young adult uh thriller last night and even that was hard for me young adult books are always so boring what but people love them one that i love from my childhood chain letter by christopher pike okay yeah the christopher pike ones are good they at least have like a little bit of sex in them they updated it for like a new edition they changed they tried to change some of the like 80s specifics to like newer things which no i don't want that i want the old school stuff um, that's not like books are what the fuck yeah because i think they're that's trying to like books work but for you don't young, update them but for young adults they like i think they thought like oh no one from this generation will ever read a christopher pike book called chain letter unless they say oh my god like who even does snail mail anymore they like that is the- so stupid that makes me furious like you're not supposed to read books from a different time every book is written from a different time but i think they got lazy after like the first two pages because they had that snail mail comment which i was like hey that wasn't in the original and then they had something about like reading a magazine and like they said princess kate's outfit and i was like oh this definitely was princess Di's outfit in the original and they just switched it modern teens would so much rather read a book i wouldn't hear about princess Di's outfit they don't even understand no i know i know but then by the third page they mentioned a guy named Steve Garvey. And I was like, who the fuck is that? And it was the first baseman on the Dodgers in the eighties. And I was like, okay, so they, I think they stopped updating things after like, two Oh pages. yeah. They're... <laughs> but like, I wouldn't, I definitely probably wouldn't even have known that either at the time. No, I had to Google his name. I wouldn't, I didn't know that in the eighties and I definitely didn't know that now. No, um, but, uh, I read a chapter of that. And then I, and then I also read a chapter of this really depraved book um called frisk by dennis cooper which i will not recommend to anyone because it's like i don't get shocked easily by sexually explicit material and this was okay. horrifying from the very really? first sentence and I'm i still have it. i have not read an entire book since this started uh i've only read like like i read that angela nagel like alt-right book and then i read um the belinda carlisle memoir and that's about it well those are both books they're good but i, I haven't yeah, a not like a real novel is tough. Um, but if you I can't worry, read anything, I mean, so yeah, we won't be reading Latitudes of Longing. I'm sure it's great. Um, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure the other Gold Rush one was good. I feel really bad. I told everyone I was going to read that one, and I didn't even even like buy. It. I didn't even crack it. I didn't even start to read it. You know, I bet you Gwyneth hasn't even cracked it either. Honestly, I doubt it. She's too stressed out. Uh, um, what was your saddest or your craziest? 
Um, my saddest slash craziest. Oh, actually, I'm getting off of Goop. I'm going to Reese for this one. Mason James. Okay. She made a smoothie this week on Instagram that was like one of the most wild things I've ever seen in my entire life. It she made it in her huge Vitamix. It contained two full heads of romaine lettuce, an entire like two entire apples, like whole pieces of fruit, whole heads of lettuce. And she made it and then she she broke it into two and put half of it in the fridge for the next day. Okay. And drank half of it then. And she's like, the good thing about this is it makes two servings. But like, people are always shitting on smoothies because they're like, you wouldn't eat that much in real life, but you only would drink it. And it's like, exactly. Like, why is she drink? Why is she eating an entire head of lettuce and an entire apple in one smoothie? It blew my fucking mind. And then like, how disgusting would that thing be the next day? A blended up head of lettuce, romaine lettuce. (laughs) You want to drink that? That's been sitting in the fridge for 24 hours. That sounds disgusting. She, I can't, she will not drink a day old smoothie from the fridge. Like, maybe her housekeeper gets to drink it but like reese i will not like i would love to see her on camera drink a 24-hour smoothie and she said she got the recipe from carrie washington oh carrie washington who went to high school with Gwyneth paltrow at spence they're all connected see this elite ruling class all connected you're on to something there (laughs) big lettuce (laughs) carrie washington is the heiress to the big lettuce fortune big lettuce that makes sense uh, yeah, I wish I had the full thing, but I just watched it and I was like so disgusted. And then here's the thing about Reese Witherspoon. Look, everybody, I guess, likes Reese Witherspoon. There's something about her brand that really freaks me out. Um, it's like low-key white supremacist. I mean, isn't it? Like, what is the deal with that? I I like bra- I was at a bookstore a while ago and I browsed her like cookbook because I was thinking, you know, I might want to buy it, but it it glorifies and like i get i get the fact you're from the south you have good memories growing up you like i understand that but the whole thing about like i'm a southern lady and like this book will teach you how to cook like a southern lady it's very it's very gross and i just like the whole like antebellum thing yeah it's just like so disgusting i really i mean I don't think that she's like a white supremacist. No, 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 no. But I just like the whole look of it is like just sort of like, I just don't really like it. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's not, I mean, part part of it might be like an aesthetic thing, but it is the whole, the whole culture of the South is just, you can't separate that from slavery and, and Jim Crow and everything else. So it's like, uh, to even. And, all, and just like now, like yeah, today. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and so like well and not even i mean the today it's like everywhere like this horrible murder happened in minneapolis which is not the south but it's like it's happening everywhere 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 um and it's just like the yeah i think it's just like to distinguish herself because like her whole thing has always been she's from the south like she was in sweet home alabama and like (laughs) she was always like that was like always sort of her thing so it's like kind of a logical extension that like her like lifestyle brand or whatever would be like a sweet down south whatever shit thing 
um, it's just like, it's just like not really for me, but I like Reese Witherspoon. I don't know. Yeah. I like, I like her as an actor a lot. I like her projects for the most part. I think uh, little fires that everywhere wasn't like a perfect show, but it was good. And she and Carrie Washington were good. Um, but yeah, it's a, cause it's the brand. Like even if you know that she's coming from an okay place, you're like the people that would be attracted to this brand. That's where you, yeah. It's like it, who, the issue. Exactly. You know? like who it's like who are the people that that are buying this shit that are yeah like that want to learn how to be like a proper southern lady because it's you i mean i don't know and i have never lived in the south i'm not from the south but it's like that book she calls it southern culture but it's clearly white southern culture you know yeah like even though she doesn't name it and like obviously like with the food culture in the south like white and black food culture is so uh inner like mix like you can't separate everything about the southern culture but but it's so um but the signal of these little like you know finger sandwiches and like tea service and all this stuff it just it's so european yeah yeah i don't know it's gross yeah oh i don't know tell us that we're wrong uh i do love southern food I love Southern food. I do go to Louisiana fairly regularly because Brian is from there. And when I go, I'm just like, let's fucking eat. And I get so fat and the food, it's like truly the best food I've ever had. It's just like any like shitty hole in the wall in Louisiana is like, whatever you get there is going to be delicious. And then you got to have a lettuce smoothie the next morning. So you and then the next morning I have a maintain your weight. I have my leftover blended up romaine head of romaine lettuce. Uh, I was listening to a, another like workout podcast and the guy, the host of that says he goes through two, not two stocks of celery, but two entire heads of celery every day making celery juice. The celery juice is like the most amazing thing that has ever happened to Goop. Like that is the biggest cultural influence that Goop has ever had. And no one understands that it came from Goop or from the medical medium. Yeah, it definitely comes from medical medium. Like, uh, and he started it and everyone is embarrassed to even, even Goop like won't really like talk about medical medium anymore. Um, but he's the one that started it. And so like, there's literally like no scientific evidence for celery juice being like a superfood or whatever, but everyone fucking yeah, drinks because, it. Yeah, but whatever. Because I mean, the I'm angel sure told him to. Spirit told him to. I mean, spirit told him to. I I feel like it must be kind of good for you because it's essentially like water and yeah, like yeah. water is good for you. Like, I don't think it's bad for you. I just think it's like a huge waste of time. This guy says it gives him energy. I wish, I mean, I now I like sort of want to, except I don't have a juicer and I don't have like the room in my kitchen for like one more giant appliance. And like, I can't imagine just putting the celery in a blender and then like try, trying to strain it. That would be a huge, can you, you can't do that with like a Vitamix. I mean, you can blend it up, but it's going to, it's not going to be, it's going to have like everything else in it. It's going to be like chunky like thick like reese's lettuce smoothie it'll be a smoothie not a juice that's the thing i need yeah my smoothie i my smoothie game is i haven't made a smoothie in a really long time yeah me neither i'm out of protein powder yeah uh what was my oh okay so here's a sad one so oh no there was an article called fun recipes to make with kids which there were some like fun recipes in there i would make with kids one of the recipes was called a jailbird cake, which 
seems a little like a problematic name perhaps, but the cake looked so good and it looked so easy to make. So it's, um, it's basically an icebox cake that you use, use these like chocolate wafers called famous chocolate wafers. And Uh then you add whipped cream, vanilla extract, powdered sugar, milk chocolate to shave for garnish. So I'm like, Oh, this sounds so fun. Yeah. It turns out Nabisco, which made the famous wafers, discontinued them in 2018. Oh no. So you can't even get them anymore. This art the the recipe must be old. And then I looked on Amazon and they're selling boxes of these fucking famous chocolate wafers for like 25 bucks a box. But you can get other chocolate wafers. They have them? Where who has them? Chocolate wafers? I yeah. don't know. I mean, they're they're just you can get them anywhere. I've maybe I've never looked for them. I've never I've never noticed a chocolate wafer. I've noticed a vanilla wafer, but it, it does it it's in the same type of box as a vanilla wafer? Yeah, it's like the same thing. Okay. Well, maybe it's these specific cho- chocolate wafers that were discontinued and you can get other ones. I'm going to look I'm oh, going to I guess ne- only Nabisco made them? I I'm surprised. I when I google them they do only say Nabisco chocolate wafers, but I swear to god I've seen chocolate I mean I've seen these things before. Because then there were all these recipe, like recipes from online, you know, bloggers being like, "How to recreate the famous Nabisco wafers that were discontinued, and you have to like cook them yourselves." So oh maybe my God. there, maybe there's like a generic brand, or like there must be some person in the country, some company that is making these chocolate wafers. And I obviously don't. It care also, it seems like a very old-fashioned type of cookie that probably doesn't sell very well. Well, because you're no one's going to eat them by themselves. Like they're only to like make you know, like puddings and stuff out of. Yeah. It's like vanilla, like Nilla wafers. Most people don't eat them by themselves either. When I was like a little kid, I loved eating Nilla wafers by They're themselves. They're tasty, yeah. They were like my favorite cookie, but I haven't had one since I was like a child. Ugh, but yeah, I just want to make like icebox pies and like, like just layering like cookies and whipped cream and like fruit and like just do it up. Yeah. Because uh, there's a parfait. Oh, trifle. That's what I'm thinking of. The like in like a giant punch bowl and you just like fill it with like cookies and whipped cream and fruit. Ugh. I know. Oh and like God. douse it in booze. Yeah. Ugh. Sign me up. Sign me up for two. Put a straw on it. So hopefully next time I'm at the grocery store, which maybe will be this week. We'll see. I'm oh going to, I'm going to look for these chocolate wafers and see if I can find them. I would fucking love to go to a Trader Joe's. I know. I'm going to, I'm going to go this week. I'm going to go to Trader Joe's. I'm going to do it. But then the thing is, that's so crazy is like people are taking more or like, I'm going to go to Trader Joe's or I'm going to go do whatever. Not saying it's just you, but like the COVID rates are just rising. Yeah, that's true. Like it's not getting better at all. No, well, they're Garcetti's opening up fucking restaurants. Uh, that's crazy. Who's yeah. going to go to a fucking restaurant? I don't know. I, I might I might go if it's outside and it's not that crowded i don't know probably not no i'll just get taken there's no way in hell i would go uh yeah no you're right um what would you try oh um (laughs) the like little bikini wax article Ooh la la i've just been like ever since brian and i got really serious i've been pretty laid back down there sure and I'm like, maybe I should just go back. Because when we first started, I had like a whole routine. And that's kind of gone away. 
a long, long time ago. <laughs> and uh, like, but I think it makes me feel better. Like, yes, like I'm a woman, I'm a sexual being, I'm empowered. I'm, I take care of myself, you know, I should get back to that place instead of just being like, if it makes you feel better. I mean, similarly, like this past week, I shaved my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For, for no one other than me. I felt, I, it felt lighter and better. And I wasn't doing it to be sexy or even though I think it makes me extremely sexy. Oh, definitely. Uh, but I feel, well, a man's head is the equivalent of a woman's vagina. Exactly. <laughs> the, most, the most important the most part of their bodies. Body yeah. Part. Yeah. Um, so if you if you feel better with it, do it. I'm yeah. sure Brian's happy with both either way. You know what? He's never he would never say otherwise, so I'll never know. <laughs> and that's how I like it because I don't want to hear what he has to say about my vagina. No. no. But what does Goop have to say? Do they have a special way to do it? Goop has this really expensive body lotion called fur. Oh right, <laughs> it's like an oil, before. like an oil. Then yeah, it's, it's really expensive. Well, thirty dollars shears. I don't know if that's expensive or not. A razor, different types of cream, an ingrown hair eliminator mitt. I don't know if I need to shell out that kind of money. Mitt? I feel like, yeah, like a mitt for like oh exfoliating. <laughs> I feel like I can. I don't. I feel like I have enough experience with my own vagina that I know how to get it in good working order on a budget. I don't think I need to shell out all this money, but it just reminded me like, Hey, like, why don't you just like, you know, shave your vagina? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You're right. You should. All right. <laughs> well, while I'm at Trader Joe's, I'll know what you're doing. Yeah. You'll be at Trader Joe's and I'll be home with a razor. <laughs> uh, let's see. What would I try? Oh, Okay. Well, now I don't know that I would because of my June courage yoga, but yeah. uh, I was feeling a little like I needed to get some more like cardio exercise. Uh-huh. And this week on, they have it on the Goop YouTube channel. It says a full body, no equipment workout with Melissa Wood Health. Okay. Which I thought her name was Melissa Wood Health. And I was like, oh, that's a very convenient oh, name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's her company. Her name is Melissa Wood Tepperberg. Okay. But anyway, this it I, I sped through the uh the video. It looks not too hard. Um you're doing all it's all it's a it's a 15 minute workout with no equipment. Um and you just need like a yoga mat. You probably don't even need to do a yoga mat, but there's like you doesn't need dumbbells, you don't need straps, you don't need anything. Um and it seems like a good a good kick in the pants if you need to get some exercise. Uh so I was gonna try that, but then now that I've, I've seen my yoga schedule for the next month. I don't know if I need to, but I might try. We'll see. You're really into working out these days. I, it's the only thing keeping me a little bit sane. Uh, I literally build my day around it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't do. cause yeah, exactly. Like I, like after we finish recording this, I'm going to strap on my mask and go for a long walk. Good. Um, but oh yeah and i'll go into my other thing that i'm obsessed with for the buy but yeah it's um i feel like i mean i always feel like this there's certain parts of my life i'm always like bettering myself whereas other parts of my life are like going down the wayside i can only focus on like one at a time and then everything else falls away 
So it's like striking that balance. Cause like, I am not working right now. Like I'm, I, there's a lot of like shit I should be doing that I'm not like, and yet my, uh, like physical, physically and like movement wise, I feel good. So I don't know. That's good. Um, what would you buy? Well, I wouldn't really buy it, but I always daydream about buying it. There's 20% off for Sakara home delivery right now, which is like, I've always wanted to do it. It's so expensive. And it's like, it's like a fancy vegan, like home delivery food service where they get, send you like all this shit and you eat it. Apparently it's all really aesthetically pleasing. I have their cookbook. It's like the goopiest of goop shit in the world. Like you would never make any of the recipes because it'd be like, five million dollars just to get all the stupid ingredients and then it wouldn't even taste good but they keep advertising on goop and i keep almost getting it they came it it wasn't on goop until like after i'd already heard about it which is like rare for me usually goop is like where i first hear about this stuff yeah it's been around for a while i bet you the, the recipes are way healthier than blue apron way way healthier way way healthier but it's like they're just like a handful of seeds and some like weird like shit it's just like it's weird but yeah. like i want to do it so bad but every time i almost do it i'm like this is stupid it's like so I, expensive. i'd be afraid that if i got it i would i would make the recipes and i'd still be like starving after i ate them yeah and it's also like i think it's like I don't know, like $400 for a week oh or God. something like that, where it's like, I guess it's all your food. It's just like more than you would want to spend. I don't know. Maybe I should just do it, but why? And the only reason I would ever do anything like that is to like lose weight. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cause there's, well, there's blue apron, there's Sakara, there's what's the one that Leah Michelle shills for like oh, fresh, fresh plate or something fresh face. Yeah. Oh, well, Sakara is not really like, Sakara is not like a blue, it's, it's like, they just deliver, like, it's already made. Oh, I see. And it's just like their meal plan for like, it's like more like a cleanse than a, than like a blue apron. I see. But then you could just get takeout from a delivery from like a healthy restaurant, right? Yeah, you could do that too. Uh, except um, that at night, whenever I order delivery, I'm never in the mood for like something healthy. No, I would never order something healthy for delivery. I'm not crazy. I mean, well, I guess last night I feel like I got like about as healthy as I ever get, which is just like salmon. Oh, yeah. And like, but it had like a bunch of like rice and hummus and like all this stuff. So yeah, this it like, it's like a program where like they deliver like a week's worth of food and that's like all you eat. It's like a, it's more like a diet. Cleanse. Yeah. That God, Elise is going back on that, that soup cleanse thing that they've done yeah um what's that called i have no idea i well that was when like they all did their own cleanse or something like they all did a different one yeah but at least because gwyneth did that one for the show yeah um but then elise said that she's like going back on it during quarantine which sounds crazy yeah, that sounds awful. Wait, let me see how much. Yeah, it's $410 for a week. That's what I thought. For, for five a week? Days. For five days. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, weird, like, overnight oats and... 
but it just has like these crazy ingredients and stuff. I don't know. That's cr- 400. I, I'm not usually shocked at goop sticker shock or sticker price, but yeah. that $410 for five days of food that you're not, cause you could like, well, I guess you go to like a fancy dinner every night and spend that. Yeah, I know. But this, if you do it, you know, you're going to, you're going to come out looking better. I, 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 uh, well, I'll stick to my weird, like pimento cheeseburgers from Blue Apron. Yeah. This Let's week. I, oh, sorry. Real quick. Mm. Key lime protein parfait, coconut yogurt, Brazil nut crumble, fresh squeezed lime juice, kimchi and buckwheat soba noodle, buckwheat soba noodles, kimchi, sesame, roasted bok choy, lemon poppy seed donuts with citrus creme. But I guarantee you those aren't real donuts. <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, that sounds I like I'm getting hunger pains just thinking about how few calories that they would provide. <laughs> Sakara style pasta bolognese. Lentil pasta and zuki bean tempa sauteed greens. That's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. So for the low, low price of $410, you could get that stuff. You can make yourself there. miserable and suicidal. Yeah. Great. Um, well, you'll be skinny when you're dead. That's right. Uh, okay. So here's what I would buy. And I don't think I will buy it, even though I desperately want to. So as everyone knows, as well as my yoga, I've been getting more into meditation lately. I've been taking advantage of my free headspace app. I'm up to 15 minutes a day now. Uh, I love it today. I felt like I was on a fucking roller coaster in my mind. It was so good. It's better than drugs. Okay. <laughs> but I'm like, why would I do anything for free when I can spend hundreds of dollars to do the same thing? Yeah, of course. So I want to do, I want to like get trained in TM. Really? Uh, well, okay. So Goop had a thing called, um, let's see. Shit. Uh, okay. The newfound wellness-ish obsessions bringing us immense satisfaction and so it was all the like goop people saying oh i love my cocoa floss i love this and that i love my sex toys um one of the people recommended the david lynch foundation which is transcendental meditation um and i ever since i was a teenager i'd heard about this and i've always like wanted to do it and i've known people that have done it and have loved it but it's really expensive and basically it sort of seems like a scam as well. Um, Cause they apparently they give you like four days of training and they just give you like a personal mantra, but then people, yeah, I, that's what people pay for. And you never allowed to tell anyone what no, it is because they own the, the secret is there's only like three or four mantras and you get one of the three or four. It's not like a personal. Really? That's why yeah, you can't tell that's what, what it is. people said. It's cause they, pretty much everyone has the same mantra. Oh my God. But anyway, um, the people it's funny. Cause like the people that have done it, say oh this is like way better and more comprehensive than like regular meditation um but i i think that part of it might be like oh if i spend a lot of money for something i'm gonna think that it is more worthwhile because you you know what i mean like you spend money on it so you're like oh this is worth you like value it more yeah yeah um but they i guess they got a lot of like bad feedback about how much they're ripping people off so now they have like a sliding scale uh-huh. Which is still really expensive, but it's better than it used to be. So like if you make under um under fifty thousand dollars a year, uh it's only five hundred dollars. 
Um, Wait for forever. For yeah, forever. It's four sessions, which lasts a lifetime. Oh my god, people love it though. Like yeah. so many people like swear by it. Because you get like you do your four sessions, but then you I think you also get like a lifetime. Like if you need to check in, it it is like a lifetime membership. Um, and you could pay uh $120 a month for four months or whatever. Um, and then if you make between fifty and ninety-nine thousand dollars, which I'm like, oof, I wish. I know. Um, it's seven forty. A hundred to two hundred thousand dollars, you have to pay eight hundred sixty. If you make two hundred thousand dollars or more, you pay nine hundred and sixty dollars. Well, that's I feel like that's not a very sliding scale. I mean, I feel like if you make $200, $200,000 a year and pay $900, that's like a way less big a deal than if you make under $50,000 and pay $500. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, it's like, yeah, Jeff Bezos, you know, donating $5 million to climate change or whatever. And let's the equivalent of like 15 cents. Yeah. Stupid. Um, uh, also, if you're receiving federal assistance, which uh, probably will be soon. You could get um, a grant. So maybe I'll. Oh, maybe I'll, I'll get a grant. Well, I'll get on I, food stamps I'm, and then get my free TM. Well, if you're on, is does unemployment count? No. Oh. Uh, Medicaid, food stamps, uh, disability, but not not unemployment. Mm, too bad. I mean, to be a true true welfare queen you got to be getting your free tm too i need to get free tm i know well hopefully i'll be on well i don't know hopefully i'll be not on anything soon but we'll yeah. see <laughs> um but you know there's also always a silver lining to economic despair free shit <laughs> and, it's, and it's a great it's not even free it's like it's like subsidized it'll probably be it's like, like 20% subs- yeah, subsidized cult membership yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great uh, but um Hey, I could spend my Trump bucks on that. Actually, I've already spent probably my Trump I'm bucks. I'm sure I've already spent yeah. it. I don't even know. Um, anyway, I do I did honestly, I felt like I was on a fucking roller coaster this morning on my in my brain. It was great. Really? I felt wow. so good. Just breathing in and out, doing the visualizations. It was so good. So who's what are you using? Headspace. I have Calm app. Uh it's probably pretty similar. I got it free from Kaiser. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because it, you, I started doing five minutes, and then I went up to ten, and then I went up to fifteen, and I really think it's good to go gradually because you, it, it doesn't feel like you're, you're spending too much time on it. Do you um, feel like better in like every your everyday life, like when you're not doing it? Definitely for the next like hour or so, I feel like very sort of light and sort of spacey, almost a little. Um. But you don't feel more like grounded or like, do you feel like you don't feel like you're in a better mood in general or like better Uh, able to deal with things? I mean, by the afternoon, I'm probably back to normal. Like. Because it's supposed to like change how you are, like make you like, it's supposed to have like a effect on your life. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think if you do it enough, that's what, that's what Hugh Jackman says on the commercial for TM. Oh, Yeah. Uh, so I think, yeah, if I keep doing it and I do think it like, yeah, I think it's like one of those, you know, slowly, but surely you'll start implementing. Cause you're supposed to also like, remember to like be present, uh, when you're not doing it later in the day, you're supposed to have like a little visual sign, like a sticky note that you put by the door or something to just jog your memory and to be like, Oh, Hey, like let's be in the moment. Yeah. Um, and that's nice. But again, 
I have nothing but time on my hands so I can explore all of these things and also watch like six hours of television a day. So it's a perfect life. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely watching a lot of television Ugh. and drinking in the daytime. Oh, man. Um, so are we done? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's I what we do like, every day. It's, it's funny on Zoom, it doesn't have like a time. So I, I know I have no idea how long I, we've been going. It could have I, been an hour. It could have been 20 minutes. I have no idea. Uh, no clue. But this so, feels like a show. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, go to Patreon and give us a few bucks if you want to support us. Go to our Teespring store. Uh, go get the, the Goop Girls t-shirt that Gwyneth herself and all of her pals have worn. That's right. Um, and then go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating or a nice review. Thank you that so much help. for listening. Please stay safe. Yes. We love you. Um, we love you. Uh, we're thinking about uh, the world and the country and all the horrible shit that people are going through. And um, if you're protesting, uh, I love you and I support yeah, you. Yeah, stay safe and we support you and donate to bail funds. Yep. Okay. okay. Bye, guys. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.